For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. The price we pay for the truths we hide and the lies we tell. If you're looking for an incredible story and a gift this coming Christmas season to give someone, you might want to consider The Little Liar, uh, the newest novel from noted author and uh, a sports columnist from my hometown of Metro Detroit. Mitch Album is with us on Jacksonville's Morning News and The Little Liar now out in stores. And as you're sharing the story in venues like this, and Mitch is a radio host as well, I'm sure there are common questions that you're getting. How are you best describing the story that's inspired by true events in The Little Liar? Uh, well, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it's basically a, a book that asks, what's the biggest lie you ever told and what would you do to be forgiven for that lie? And I think that's how people are sort of coming to it. It's a, a story based on some true events about an 11-year-old boy during the war, World War II, who has never told a lie in his life. And when the Nazis invade his village, they find out that he's so honest and they decide to use him as a weapon and they steal him from his family and they say, you can go back to your family soon. All you have to do is stand on these railroad tracks and tell people some good news that they're going to new jobs and new homes and everything's going to be great. And then you can go back to your family. So he does this thinking that he's telling the truth. And then on the last train that's out, he sees his family being shoved inside the box car and he realizes that these trains are being sent off to the concentration camps and that the first lie of his life has ended up being the worst lie of his life. And it follows him for the next 40 years, him, his family, the girl that he was sort of in love with when he was a little boy and the Nazi who tricked him and shows the effect of one lie on all those different people and how, you know, the deceptions and the, the price we pay for when we lose the truth. And, of course, the timing of the release of this book is happening when there is a war between Israel and Hamas and uh, crimes, anti-Semitic uh, hate crimes have gone up. And so what is the the message here related to uh, insights related to the Holocaust and anti-Semitism? Well, you know, I didn't know that I started writing the book two years ago and finished it a while ago. So it, it's not like I knew, oh, this is a book for our time. But it is a cautionary tale about, you know, that what happened during World War II and what the Nazis did was based on lying, was based on telling people that something wasn't true, that other people were at fault for their problems, and all we have to do is get rid of them, and then the world will be better. And there are a lot of parallels to that going on here now, unfortunately. Well, and even uh, politically, Mitch, you talk about the truths and the, and the lens of what facts truly are versus what people believe facts to be. This is really a timeless tale in terms of uh, how lies can and deceit can can obviously happen for across many generations and, and obviously in today's world as well, if not more than before. Yeah, uh, you know, it was... Uh... Sadly, it was a German officer who once said a lie told once is easily seen as a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. And you think about our world today, you know, if, if things get repeated on social media over and over again, uh, we just assume they must be true because we're hearing them a thousand times. And 
repeating something doesn't make it so, especially in a world where, gosh, not only do we not know anymore if we can believe what we read or hear, we don't even know if we can believe what we see. You know, there's that story out of New Jersey of those poor high school girls who came into class one morning and found out that there were videos of them uh, with their faces on pornographic images and and they had to explain to their friends and their families that it wasn't them you know it was done by a classmate who had ai so yeah. we're in a very very difficult time for the truth and and this book the little liar is, is kind of a parable about how we have to be very careful about that and of course you have this new book out i knew you from tuesdays with maury and uh, you have eight number one new york times bestsellers but of course rich jones my co-host knows you from Michigan. Well, my first book was Bo, so I mean, I remember way back in the day with Bo, man. As a net, my first book Detroit. was Bo. <laughs> <laughs> we go back together, yeah. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Tuesdays with Maury because ever since I wrote Tuesdays with Maury, you know, I've written ten books since, and pretty much everyone has had a slice of something that Maury and I discussed in Tuesdays with Maury. And yeah. this new book, The Little Liar, I would say it's forgiveness. You know, we, we, we all need to be forgiven for the things that, we, that we've done in our lives. And I remember Maury telling me before he died, you need to forgive everybody everything and forgive yourself, too, because when you get to the end of your life, you're going to wish that you had been kinder to yourself and other people. And in this book, this little boy, you know, spends his whole life trying to be forgiven for this one lie that he got tricked into telling. And this girl who's in love with him travels around the world trying to find him again after the war so that she can forgive him. So the power to need to be forgiven and to forgive people is very strong. And I think particularly at this time of year, that's that's something good to remember. Nico is one of those characters in the book, Nico Crispus. Who are the other characters we'll meet in The Little Liar, Mitch? There's four. Nico, his brother Sebastian, who gets sent off to the concentration camp and blames his brother and then says that he was lying on purpose. Fanny, who's a little girl who's kind of in love with him when she's 12 years old, and she says, no, he had to be tricked. He couldn't, he couldn't have done that. He's, he's, a good, he's a good person. And the Nazi, who came up with the idea, and it follows them as they grow and as they interact with each other at different times in their lives and how they all go back to that one event uh, so it's it's a pretty interesting, you know, kind of circle dance of four people throughout the course of the book and how they affect one another. All right, put the sports columnist hat on for a second. Uh, the game is Saturday at the big house. Is Michigan going to uh, make it three for three? Well, I'll tell you, if they if they beat Ohio State after beating Penn State and Maryland on the road without any signals from anybody else, <laughs> then I think the people who are saying the only reason they won is because they stole the signals would have to probably take it back. Uh, but it's a shame that a, a game this big, because it really is big, has to be shadowed by that whole story. Uh, and, you know, if I were those kids, I sure would want my head coach on the sideline when I was playing Ohio State, but it's not to be. So it's going to be a great game. And, um, you know, I, I wish I knew what would happen because I'm sure people could make a lot of money off of that. We are so looking forward to that. We're looking forward to the Jaguars and the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl. Can you imagine those two teams Ooh, that Jax. would make it to the end? That I think they could pretty much shut the league down after that. <laughs> I think if the Jaguars played the Lions in the Super Bowl, they would say, this is the end of the NFL. We've done everything that's possible. Good night. Yeah, good night. <laughs> Mitch, uh, happy Thanksgiving to yes. you. Are you going to the parade on Thursday? Uh, no, I, my Thanksgiving is always with my family. Uh, I, I've never even gone to the Lions game on Thanksgiving because I've told my my newspaper, listen, guys, one one holiday has to be for for your for your family alone. And so I have uh, eighty people coming in, and um, 
Wow. I'm going to be with them. Yeah. Well, enjoy it. Well put. God bless you. And to the team up there in Metro Detroit as well. Mitch Album, the new uh, novel, The Little Liar, is out now. You can get it at any of your local bookstores. Obviously, order online. And uh, we're pleased to have you with us.